Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nomad Strength Show. Ross Hillier, your host. We've got a solo show today, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some training and programming stuff, but I want to introduce a concept to you that I like to use in my programming and in my training that's more of a mental exercise that really helps me uh, with the concept of developing the skill of training and the skill of strength and the skill of learning new movements. Uh, and that's the idea of viewing it as a practice. And I'll explain more about what I mean by that. But uh, first, before we get into the, the nuts and bolts of the episode, we have some housekeeping things. Uh, if you have not hopped on the Nomad Strength Show Patreon, might want to check it out. We're going to do some, like we always do, some uh, ex- extra episodes every week called Unplugged. Uh, We're going to be releasing some merch soon that I'm really excited about that the the patrons have very first dibs to and uh, are going to get it a little bit of a discount if you're a patron. Um, That announcement is coming quickly, but they are already aware of this. Uh, But just be just be thinking, hey, if I want some merch, if I want to get some more content, if I want to be a part of a little bit more of a community, go check out the Nomad Strength Show Patreon. Uh, It's been a really fun little thing and there's lots of stuff coming. So secondly, if you haven't done so and you want to like, rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on all the platforms, whatever one you listen to, go ahead and do that because like I've said before, every little bit of that stuff helps. So What I wanted to talk to you guys today about in relation to viewing training as a practice, uh, this is something that it it actually took a little bit more time for me to understand what I needed this to mean with my own training Uh, coming from athletics. And, you know, that was the only thing we did was practice. You know, it was always that practice was what we did every day for every event, you know, in track we had, we had long jump practice, we had throws practice, we had hurdle practice, all this kind of stuff. And 
at the time you just think like, hey, I've just got to go and do this thing. And I think that's what a lot of people tend to think of workouts like. It's like, hey, I'm just going to go here and I got to do this thing, right? And what ultimately ended up happening for me was I realized that at a certain point that wasn't moving the needle enough for me in my training and I wasn't actually getting better at any of the things that I was working on because I was just viewing it as a thing I had to go do rather than making that mental shift to, I'm going to look at this like practice and in the sense where I'm going to go here and I'm going to work on this skill for the purpose of getting better at it in this session, not for the end result. There's actually a, an awesome, an awesome video of uh, Coach Prime, aka Dion Sanders, uh, talking about this with how the current athletes that he coaches have this, and and you know it's it's been there's always people that are like this in every uh, venue, every sport for you know all of generations. Uh, he talks about the idea of practicing. He's like, why are you practicing? You know we end up going to show up where they make cutting deals with ourselves. We make deals. We're like, Hey, I'm going to go a little soft on this one. You're going to go a little soft so we can get through this part. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to, well, I'm here to get through this. We're going to, you know, the, we're only thinking about game day. This is just something that we have to do. Uh, and we're making deals and we're cutting deals. And, uh, he says, when I was practicing, I was practicing with the sole intent to be the best in the world. And so every single practice I walked in with that attitude, how is the best in the world going to practice if I'm going to truly be the best in the world? And that's something that might seem to a lot of people like that's a 1% of a 1% type of mindset. And for him, that's obviously the case because he truly is one of the greatest ever, uh, one of the greatest athletes ever you know, broad definition of the term athlete ever, not just football player. Um, so maybe he's a bit of an outlier, but the concept of what he's talking about in how we approach things that we want to get better at, we can't look at it just from the end result that we're trying to get to rather than I'm going to go into this training session. I'm going to go into this practice and I'm going to be the best I can be at this practice uh, because it's not going to be a thing where I'm going to be able to half-ass my way through some of this stuff and I'm going to be able to get, you know, you'll still improve, right? But you're not going to be able to get to that uh, whatever goal you'd set by just hoping that that's the case at the end. You have to go into every session with full intention. I'm going to crush this. I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to be super focused. I'm going to be intentional with how I'm doing this. If it's training, if, if, if I'm working on a new movement, like I'm going to do everything I can to get better at this movement today, rather than just doing this movement, thinking, you know, Hey, it looks kind of right. I don't really know if I'm feeling it, how I'm supposed to feel it. I don't really know if it's accomplishing the goal I need it to accomplish, but you know, I did it quote unquote. Um, that's not going to cut it. And this is a big mental shift for a lot of people because just the action we, we've been taught that's like, hey, just go do something, right? And I understand why we say that. I've said it before too. Just go do something. That's better than nothing, right? And yes, that's true. But doing something intentionally and with purpose is, I mean, almost infinity fold better than just doing something. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. 
So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. I was hesitant about having to get a new phone and a new phone number, but with Mint, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone and your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or for a family, and at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/waypoint. That is mintmobile.com/waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/waypoint. And so there's so much more progress to be had in a shorter period of time doing things that way that yes, it's going to be tough, right? You can't just make that, that shift one day. And then the next day it's going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to crush this. Everything's going to be perfect. I'm going to be very intentional about this. And, uh, I'm going to be super focused. I'm, I'm not somebody that's usually focused, but tomorrow I'm going to be extremely focused, right? It's a, it's a process. And what we're doing here is we're developing a skill and any type of skill you're going to develop, is just going to take time. It's going to take reps. It's going to take intentional reps. Uh, a past guest that we had on, on the show, Logan Gelbrick, um, owner of Deuce Gym, brilliant coach. Uh, I heard him say things, say something one time, talking about the 10,000 hours rule. Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers, if you haven't read it. I mean, if you've heard the phrase 10,000 hours, that's where it comes from. It's referring to the amount of time that it takes to become a quote unquote master at something, right? And it's 10,000 hours, regardless of if that takes four years to accomplish or 40 years to accomplish. Whenever you hit that 10,000 hour mark, that's sort of the, the thing where he says, you can call yourself a master. And what Logan had said was, what do you think is better? 10,000 hours, you're still working on it, right? Like you're, you're not half, half doing it. You're still doing it. 10,000 hours or 10,000 deliberate hours, 10,000 intentional hours, right? And that's the difference. We can always be doing something, uh, and, and zone out and, and training specifically is one of these things where people like to use it as the excuse of this is where I can go and I just don't have to think. I can just sweat and I can uh, crush myself and I can feel good afterwards, but I don't have to think about anything. And uh, I think that's ultimately holding a lot of people back from progress that that really is left on the table by not being intentional and being focused. And so, uh, this can be taken a lot of ways. That's like, well, do I need to go in and, and be hyper attentive to every single thing? What I'm saying, if you're training with weights, then obviously I think that's the case. Yes. But you also have to look at, well, what am I trying to do here? What are my goals? The, the idea that we're building skills in training that are transferable to life outside of the gym, uh, you can't do that 
if you're just going through the motions, right? The attentiveness to detail while you're moving, while you're training, uh, that's going to, obviously, it's going to enhance physically what you're doing, right? It's going to help you cut some time down off of that progress chart. It's going to help that curve out. But really what it's doing is very mentally stimulating. And I think that's something that a lot of people are lacking in training in general is the mental component of it. It's like I said before, there's a lot of people that will go in and be like, I just need to sweat. I need to not think I had a stressful day. And bringing intensity intentionally will do that pretty naturally. Uh, but the intentionally part is where a lot of people um, kind of drop off. And, and to give you an example of this, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and quote a, a coach that I've used a lot in this podcast, Julian Pinot, because he's really explained intensity and the need for intensity better than just about any person I've, I've ever heard. And he, he uses things a lot like sled pushes and sled drags and hand over hand rope pulls, uh, things that are low, low, not effort. So that's not the word I'm thinking of, uh, low complexity, but can, really be dialed up in intensity. And so when we do something like, uh, like a sled push, everything is a concentric movement, right? Meaning everything is just pushing. There's no eccentric loading. There's no lowering of the motion. Like in a squat, when you're sitting down into the squat, you're loading your tissues eccentrically. That oftentimes is where the soreness of training comes from, is from the eccentric loading of movements. When you're doing something that is strictly concentrically loading, it's explosive, it's powerful, your ability to just dial up volume and intensity is insane. And one of the things that he would do is, you know, they would do a workout and the workouts are crazy sometimes with him. Um, but then he would finish it by, and this was back when he was down in Southern California, they would, they would put a plate on a sled, on a prowler sled and push it on the parking lot. And it was something like 150, 150 meters or something like that around the parking lot, all the way around his building. And he said, you're going to go around the building twice and you're not going to stop moving. You can start out running. Uh, I don't care if you start out sprinting or walking, but you are not allowed to stop moving. I don't care if you get to the point where you're literally moving an inch at a time, your legs are not allowed to stop moving. And it would absolutely crush people because they had not gone to that place of intensity on purpose because the whole thing is we fight those feelings you fight that feeling of, ooh, this, this is starting to hurt, right? Uh, this is starting to feel uncomfortable and we back off. We don't push through that intensity. And when you make that choice deliberately and intentionally be like, I'm gonna push to some dark places here and I'm gonna find out what I'm made of. There are some real opportunities for growth in those moments. And so going back to the sled, you know, I did a couple of those workouts, not down there with him, but I had the ability to, to do with a prowler sled and a plate around the old gym that I used to train out people out of. I did the same thing and it absolutely crushed my soul. But I told myself, uh, going into it, like you are not stopping until you go two times around this building. And because you're not going to die, regardless of what your body's going to tell you, but you need to know what that feels like. And you need to know that you're going to come out the other side and, and be better for it. And at the same time, having something that's just concentrically loaded like that, you're actually not going to be as sore, you know, in the days leading 
or the days following that effort as you are if you were doing something like walking lunges where there's a lot of eccentric loading. And you guys know that I love walking lunges, but if you've never done high volume of them, you are pretty wrecked for a couple days after doing a high volume set. But I could do the same distance on a heavy prowler sled and be fine the next day. Like granted, I'm going to be, you're going to have to peel me up off the floor in the 10 to 15 minutes that are immediately following that, or maybe the hour that's following that. Um, but it's one of these one of these things where you you have to make a choice that I'm going to go seek out this discomfort because I know what comes on the other side of that is going to be a massive amount of growth that I otherwise would not have attained. And it's the type of growth that you can only attain by making your mind make that choice. I'm going to go to this place. And that's really what I mean about being intentional with your training. Like go into the sessions. If you know that something is going to probably not suck, right? But it might, it might hurt a bit. And when I say hurt, you know, we all know the difference between hurt and injured, right? Hurt is fine. Injured is different, right? Things are going to hurt when you train. That's just the way it is. But if you go into a training session knowing like this might suck, you know, this might, this is going to leave me pretty toast, right? But I know this and I am going to do this very deliberately and I'm going to make it suck. You know, I said, I don't want to use that word, but I can't really think of another one right now. I'm going to make it really terrible uh, of an experience knowing that on the other end of that terrible is actually going to be really great. Uh, and that's a lot of things that we don't, you know, we can make this a broader scope topic, but we really don't push to those uncomfortable places and deal with uncomfortable stuff very much anymore, just in general as humans. And so that's what I love about training is that it gives us the opportunity to kind of artificially do that, um, but still gain real life examples, real life experience, real life progress, growth, and enhancing your potential. And all it takes is you making that decision that I'm going to go seek this discomfort out. And so talking about intentionality, talking about practice, I could go into the whole Allen Iverson thing, talking about practice, but that's, that's what I mean. Have a purpose, have intent, and then go out and have fun getting uncomfortable, knowing that at the end of it, you actually grown way more than you otherwise would have because you brought focus into that training session. So that's going to do it for this solo episode today. Hopefully that provided some motivation for you guys and some context for why, uh, at least if you're following my programming, which the, the guys that are know that we do some, some really intense things for that purpose. But hopefully it's provided some motivation for you to go out and dig a little deeper on some of these training sessions that you're doing uh, and bring some more focus and intention into what you're doing. So thank you all for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Mm-hmm.